0: Welcome back to Mississippi Baptist Around the Table. I'm John Martin, men's ministries director. Here with me today is Tanner Cade, Communications Services Director. That's correct.
1: <laughs> Chad said I'm the sound effects guy. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the sound effects guy. There yeah, you go. We're glad to be back on the table. Hey, we're back at the round table today at 515 Mississippi Street on the second floor in our studio. And today we have one and only it goes by Sam Ivey himself. His first day in the building. He's on the hot seat running through his day, and we wanted to grab him while we have a chance to hear about transition, his, his transition from MUW Columbus uh, to his seat here now at Mississippi Baptist Collegiate Ministries. How are you doing, Sam?
2: I'm doing good. I actually am a new dad, and so That's right. uh, tonight uh, I hope to get more sleep than I did last <laughs> night. Um, I have this standing record now. I drove two hours and 35 minutes, and I slept one hour and 45 minutes uh, last night. I didn't do those at the same time, thankfully. (laughs) Yeah, that would not be uh, good. Oh no! If I pass out in the middle of this interview, uh, this hot seat, uh, just throw me a Mountain Dew. We'll get well.
0: Well, We hear that it is so boring, it will put you to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's what they say. Yeah, that's what they say. Whoever they are.
0: But before we get into that, (laughs) before we get into that, yeah, uh, (laughs) we get into our time with Sam. We want to remind you about some things that are coming around the corner. January 29th and 30th will be the Evangelism Conference at Brandon Baptist. Uh, guest speakers include Kevin Ham, Ham, <laughs> Steve Gaines, Herb Rivas, you know, Don plus. Wilton, Jamie Dew, Shane Pruitt. Of course, that is hosted by Clarence Cooper at Brandon Baptist Church. It starts on Sunday evening and runs all day on Monday. So if you can get here January 29th and 30th, probably most of you will be able to be here the 30th, more so than the 29th, but uh, we'll be there. So come see us. And that is free.
1: Believe it or <laughs> not, you have free train <laughs> at the evangelism conference. Some people don't know that. Some people don't know that. We will not have a table at the front door <laughs> taking money. All right, so the next— That might event. be a good
2: idea, though. I might <laughs> yeah. like capitalize on that.
1: Yeah. That's your CP dollars at work, John. Here we go. The Church Safety for Miners Workshop, uh, that's coming up. We have four dates in 2023, two coming right around the corner of February 6th at North Greenwood Baptist Church, February 7th at West Heights Baptist Church in mm-hmm. Pontotocle. That's right. I got married in one of those churches. You got married there. West Heights?
2: No, I got married in North Greenwood. Oh, North. Oh. And I got ordained at West Heights. Watch out. I'm going to both. (laughs) We
0: didn't know it was the Sam Ivey tour. We (laughs) did It's
1: a a really good event if you've never been to these before. Greg Love uh, from Ministry Safe will be there, and Dr. James Reeves will also speak on Survivor Care in the church during each workshop. You can register online at nbcb.org slash events. Yeah, and finally, Launch 2023,
0: which we have uh, talked about before on the podcast, and uh, it's a new event focusing on student disciple-making. It's taking place March 24 and 25 and August 11 and 12, and so... For more information on that, you're going to need to go to
1: nbcb.org slash events. That's right. And as we talked about in the intro, we have Mr. Sam Ivey today. Uh, Table of three now, no longer Mm -hmm. table of two. I'm Uh, pounding
2: my chest in reverence. (laughs) (laughs) A
1: baby changes everything. (laughs) Mine did not sleep well, so I hope eventually... Yours will sleep well. Uh, so let's just start off with that. How are you? Uh, how's your family, new baby? How are you mentally right now? <laughs> it's
2: I, a blur, right? I'm strangely encouraged by that call out that your child never slept, Hannah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing awesome. That uh, I did get bullied at lunch by John, but I am recovered from that. I drank a little bit of that leftover Coca-Cola, yeah. and uh, so eager uh, to to be with my wife and, and my son Layton. Yeah, uh, he is all of seven days old, and wow. so yeah, we were just we we're living in it. Uh, we're up. Uh, people tell us good morning. We've seen every hour of the morning. And yeah, so
0: man, nothing um. like doing everything at once, right? <laughs> new baby, new job. Move,
2: move, move. <laughs> yeah, if we settled, we thought if we do it all at once, we we'd be MVPs at it by now. But uh, every yeah. day is a learning day. Uh, so <laughs> That's good. But it's been a fast. It's been yeah. a fast season.
0: That's good. Of course, you're used to a fast pace, right? College campus, pretty fast pace.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's always changing, I guess. Yeah. By the time you, you feel like you've caught your breath and gotten a, a real good pace about things, something else changes, whether that's an, an issue on the campus or it's just yeah. a new fad, you know, a new <laughs> social media application, <laughs> you know, uh, there's uh, they're always using apps. You think about TikTok, there's a new tune every single week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Next week, we'll have Tanner display all of those. That, uh, <laughs> so we could talk about that yeah, one, Yeah, That would be that'd fun. That would be great. Yeah. So,
0: how do you think that though the time on campus so fast changing? I mean, you know, the ministry there is changing. You are, you started off. Most people may not know this, but you started off with Mississippi Baptist as a part time employee, right? That's then right. you moved to the full time position. Been there, I don't know how many years, but some years. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're stepping into the Baptist. Enough field, to like, lose his hair. Yeah. How <laughs> has all of that? Do you feel like all of that has prepared you for now sitting in the seat of? the Director of Collegiate Ministries here at Mississippi Baptist.
2: Sure. Yeah, John, let me address one thing. Tanner just called me bald, and one of my favorite (laughs) scriptures, you know, Elisha cursed all 42 kids in the name of the Lord. Two she-bears came out and slayed them, so uh, be be watching for the bears. Uh, No, one of the things about this collegiate ministry, it's a pretty all-encompassing thing. It doesn't just involve the campus. It involves the local community. It involves the local church especially. And it involves our BSU ministries and our churches that have ministry efforts towards college students. And really, you know, there's also going to be students who may not fit that traditional college mold. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm an online student who's never walked onto a campus. Am I still a college student here for college ministry? Absolutely. Uh, I'll give you a a prime example of this. I had a company come into our BSU center at the W, and they were going to price us for some automated blinds. And so, just so happened, their daughter came with them that day, who happened to be an online college student at Iwamba Community College. Mm. She mm. did not take really many classes in person, and she had never really been inside of a BSU center. Um, church didn't really have a lot of college availability. Yeah. Um, though she was serving in her church, there wasn't a specific, you know, time set aside for her people, her peers, to worship together and study together. So she came, and you know, she comes in about about three hours before worship that night on a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the W, you might see about 120 typically at worship on a Tuesday night. And so campus size, about 570, residential, 2,000 total. Mm-hmm. So she comes in. She's not a W student. She's not even a Columbus student. She lives yeah. in Amory. She's online, and she's just come to not be sitting at home bored. Yeah. Well, she comes in, and we, we kind of build a connection. They're believers. Uh Funny enough, her cousin. I did his wedding. He met his wife at our BSU. <laughs> just a, the God really, or you know, ordaining all these different bridges to connect. And I told her, I said, "Hey, I, I'll make you a wager. If you'll come back tonight, I guarantee you'll make you'll have a great time." And by the time that we were having that conversation, her parents were getting done measuring everything for their company. Two of our young ladies had already walked her around the entire building, and introduced mm-hmm. her to several people, mm-hmm. and she went all the way back an hour one way back to Amory got in the car, came all the way back to Columbus wow, yeah. on an hour, another hour one way and sat with those same young ladies who showed her around. And it turns around, she ends up signing up for our mission trip that left a month later to Jackson, <laughs> Mississippi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And her parents made a, a really cool gift. They said, we're so thankful for what's going on. Our church is thankful. Our family's thankful. So they didn't just install. They got the contract. They had mm-hmm. a great bid, everything. Um But they installed electronic blinds as a gift to us. So now they're automated. And uh, so every time (laughs) she walks in the VSU, one, there's a funny memory because the automated blinds are because of her, we say. (laughs) Uh, But two, she served on her first – the first memory she was making as a college student on the college campus was on the mission field. Yeah. And uh, so um, she did not fit the mold. Mm -hmm, And that's mm -hmm. so looking at that, any time you've served on the local campus, you realize that students don't fit the traditional mold and that's the challenge for us as Mississippi Baptists um, yeah. to be able to reach students who don't fit the mold and don't. we don't even know where to look for them. Well, yeah. that's why it's good to have BSU directors who are on the yeah, college yeah. campus every day. Yeah. They know the things to see. But that's why we have our churches who are ready to love, equip, engage, and resource mm-hmm. our BSUs and these students yeah. to be able to love them like Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's a great communion when it works well.
0: Yeah, so how, how many of those do we have J- just for people who may not know, how many BSU centers do we have? How many BSU uh, employees
2: do we have? Pop quiz. Pop quiz. (laughs) Yeah. So I hope you know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So we've got just about 20 BSU centers. And uh, that one, uh, I'm going to put the little squiggly approximate because I'd have to really count. Um, But uh, we have 39 employees right now that work for uh, work with our BSU networks hmm. some of them are NBCB employees some of them are contract employees some of them yeah. are campus missionaries who are in seminary getting ready to serve in vocational ministry and mm-hmm. this s- serves as kind of a laboratory for them yeah they get to come in and serve alongside us and, and and we take care of them and train them up and prepare them for the next seasons to come we hope that they serve maybe in BSU ministry or in collegiate ministry in some sort. But also we know we have churches all around the state that are looking for trained and called Mm -hmm. uh, young men and women to go and serve. And that's kind of what we see in our campus missionary positions uh, is them being able to be built up and readied for the the ministry that God's calling them to.
1: Yeah, that's what's great to see over my time. I was involved with the BSU when I was in college, and it's great to see... How, where these students end up, right, and yeah. the influence that BSU had on their life, and you know if it was however many years they were on campus, to see where they end up, and just as leaders in our ministries, whether it be churches or other types of ministries, uh, that's been great to see. And what I'm what I'm loving is that you have been on the campus for so long now that you're coming with this fresh perspective because things have drastically changed even since I've been in college. John's been in college, especially John. <laughs> And so it's been a while. It has, And but right out of the gate, you are coming at it with a nice, fresh eyes of of what should hopefully be very encouraging to our directors at these BSU centers across all of our mm. collegiate campuses. Right? Yeah. Have you have you have you talked to some of these folks? Are they encouraged about what's to come? Are they encouraged with Sam Ivy? Right? <laughs> but they should be excited about what God's about to do. Right? That's Is right. That the the vibe right there.
2: Yeah. So it's it's been I've been really it's been a warm welcome, and yeah. the cool thing about. BSU ministry and really collegiate ministry in Mississippi is that it's a very tight-knit group. Yes. It's not a small yes. group, but it's very tight. Everyone knows everybody, and we could we could see that all throughout the state of Mississippi. Um, but all in all, uh, our BSU directors, I mean, I, I have, I think I had like 10 text messages this morning mm. as I was rolling in on two wheels on an hour and 45 minutes of sleep with <laughs> two Mountain Dews in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and directors who are, some of them have been doing this longer than I've been alive. Mm. And they're texting yeah. me, encouraging me. And so I'm excited to serve with these men and women, um, but also I'm excited for the how where God really pushes us because yeah. um, we do. It's relevance is when we're talking about the gospel is not dictated by the world's uh, fads, culture, tradition, taboo, but it relevance is dictated by are we taking the gospel where it's needed. Mm, we yes. will always be relevant if we're trying to push through the hardened ground to bring the gospel where it's not already being shared. Yeah, um, yeah. so. Um, because it'll challenge us, and it will challenge others, and so yeah. that that may strike up even conflict in people's souls. But mm-hmm. that's relevance in itself. Mm-hmm. So we 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 don't want to stay relevant when we stay obedient, and yeah. we stay obedient to that, we'll always be relevant. Yeah, sure. How, how
0: you're on the campus at MUW? I know, and it's probably not unlike uh, any other campus in Mississippi. Maybe maybe uh, the Christian universities, but probably not much different even than those universities. How 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 secular is the campus?
2: Yeah, that's in
0: Mississippi. I mean, you know, we we think we live in the Bible Belt, which really doesn't exist in North America probably, but how how secular are the universities and what are those kids experiencing and why is it so important that Mississippi Baptists hire a collegiate ministries director, not only you, but some thirty whatever I forgot how many what? employees you say we have.
2: How many employees you say we have? We have thirty nine. <laughs> thirty nine. Okay. Why is why is any of this even important? Sure. Mm. Right. Every single campus has a different breadth about it. Mm. I mean, you can mm. know one thing about one campus, and the moment you step on another one, you are in a whole new ballpark. And so, as for the need for having staff on these campuses, whether they're a full time Mississippi Baptist employee or they're, um, you know, they're a contract worker or they're. You know a bivocational minister who's at a church but also serving on no. the local campus maybe I uh, think about Holmes Grenada um, you, we look at that and we see we can't possibly cover the span of this entire state with one singular strategy mm. without taking not without sacrificing depth yeah and so having these called missionaries serving on the local campus day in and day out breathing in one that secular culture you're talking about which mm-hmm. is different every campus and I could go in deep about what makes the W specific and different but you could turn around and tell me the same thing about Mississippi State yeah and uh, or Southern Miss and we could really you know, change it but as a new administration comes in new administration goes you see that change it ebbs and flows with the way the world is you watch the news you know probably give it a week later you're gonna see it on the college campus mm. um, you know you see all types of abuse and things like that but we're not meeting broad needs. We're meeting specific needs. You know, when Jesus healed people, he didn't heal them of their sin, he healed them of their ailments. Mm -hmm. And then he said, I can heal you of something better. Mm -hmm. And so we need to be able to spot out these specific needs. And that is the great advantage we have in Mississippi by employing uh, BSU directors and partnering alongside Mississippi Baptist churches. Um, One thing I always wanted the MUW BSU Center to be was a safe haven for ministers. Mm -hmm. That anywhere that they they were, they could come from, we had, youth ministers, pastors, nonprofit ministries, that people were dropping in all the time just as much as students just to hang out and get a breath of fresh air mm. and then mm. go be sent out back into the hard calling, kind yeah. of as uh, God told Isaiah, go and speak till they won't listen till they grow <laughs> deaf, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, every campus has specific needs just as every soul has its specific needs. We know that the broad need is the gospel to penetrate yeah. their yeah. heart and save their soul. Yeah. So that's why we have the staff to, to meet ultimately meet that need but the strategy changes every week on and differently on every campus. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Let me just say what we kind of said in a roundabout way in a different way. So the cooperative program allows you as Mississippi Baptist to be on our college campuses, over 20 campuses across our state. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome yeah. to think about. And the the population that's on our campuses has greatly increased. Over the years, and so you, in your church setting across the state of Mississippi, you know that by giving to the cooperative program, you are making a difference on these campuses across our state. Um, That's pretty cool to think about. Now, Sam, as you as you drove in this morning on your uh, one hour of sleep, uh, (laughs) and as you've thought about this position, did you do you have? And I'm not expecting you to spill the beans on your great game plan, right, <laughs> Coach Sam Ivy? Because we're certain you have one. I know. Right. But, <laughs> I <can't wait>. but <laughs> in all honesty, like, and you can ask this about anybody moving into a new position. Like, do you already have a plan? Do you have, like, some direction you're going to jump off with right off the bat? I mean, I mean, you're coming straight out of the campus uh, seat. So wh- where does this leave you moving into this seat? Have you... Do you have these great plans? Where do you see God taking uh, your role in the collegiate ministries here at NBCB?
2: For sure, yeah. So, actually, this, this month, or really last month, was the century mark for Baptist Student Union ministry Woo-hoo. in Mississippi. Wow. It, it really, and it all started, you know, the uh, MUW's Baptist Student Union Center was the old Baptist student workshop, and it, hmm. it began December of 1922 on sawdust floors. On a building that was donated mm. by First Baptist Columbus, uh, uh, you know, congregation members, mm. and so um, when I think back a hundred years ago, what was the purpose then? The purpose then was uh, one to know Christ and to make Him known, but also to exist as a three link chain, connecting students from their home church to the college church, with the Baptist Student Union being the middle link. Okay, mm-hmm. well, we still exist as that three link chain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now we have to understand is that we live in this society where students are not growing up in church. Mm-hmm. And also students are doing so many type of academic things where they're not even... They, I have students who have night jobs It's school. They weld at night. Yeah. At mm-hmm. 9 yeah. p.m. they go to class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we have so many different... We, we don't have a traditional mold anymore for what a college student is. We have community colleges that go to four-day schedules. Mm-hmm. And so... I would love for all of our BSUs to strategize to not only meet the needs of those who we know are readily accessible, but to meet the students who don't feel like they really have a, a chance at college. They're just coming to get a degree and to leave. It's kind of like anyone who went to Corinth during Paul's ministry. I'm just coming here to make money in this trade town and then leave. What do I need? I need a tent to stay in while I'm here. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a, here's a guy who's an undercover missionary not so long as mm-hmm. Paul who's mm-hmm. going to build that tent <laughs> we want to be tent builders in the areas where people are lost mm-hmm. they're looking for a temporary home and we want to be that for them we mm-hmm. want to we want to be their temporary home away from home and the the open invitation will always be the gospel yeah. and so we're we're ta- I'm tasking myself i've got an itch to scratch too you know I, I didn't leave it at the campus um, my anticipation is is when when i met You know, a restaurant or I'm at, you know, on a campus, which I'll be a lot uh, in in the churches, uh, engaging our, our guys who are college ministers in the local church, our BSU directors who are all across the state, is how can we walk together and reach the lost? In such an intentional way, yeah. uh, and open up our homes and our lives to welcome them in, because it's exactly what Jesus did. Yeah. He He went and found them when they were about yeah. to dry their nets. Said, "Won't mm-hmm. you take them back out?" That makes no sense, <laughs> but I'm going to do it, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to ask the same things of, of students because if we set low standards, we expect low reward. But if we yeah. set high standards and we ask them for full surrender to the gospel, if they say yes, we'll we'll rejoice in heaven together.
0: Yeah. yeah. You mentioned the church being on both ends of that. Three link there, and I think, you know, that's really important for us at Mississippi Baptist. Dr. Parker has put signs on all of our desks that says, what have you done today to assist the local church? You know, it's really important for us. That's why we exist. What role do you see, and I I recognize CP, you know, is a huge role. That's that's the role of the, that's part of the role of the local church is to fund this mission, right? But what What do you think, how can the church, um, how can they then pour into college students, even if they're in a town where there's not a college, right? Right. What are some ways that you're making those real connections between the local church and the BSU?
2: Right, I think that, you know, something that a lot of our BSU directors are pretty tasked with, but I kind of have a heart for is is seeing the uh, college students have this kind of toxic trait where, um, if they can't live up to the expectations, then their, their predisposition is to run away from it, mm. from whatever's expecting it. Mm. It's a pretty toxic trait when you think about it. Hey, I can't live up to what they lovingly want to expect me to be at Sunday school every week, so I'll just not go to church at all. Yeah. Right? Oh, mm. uh, well, I can't be at every leadership team meeting at BSU, so I'll just never go to BSU at all. Mm. And so that's what happens. They say, well, if I can't do it the way that I think I should, I'll leave it. And they never get around asking the question of, is it possible for me to serve and me to grow in this way and not fold under my own expectations that are unwarranted? Mm. And and so when I think about the churches all across Mississippi, we have this advantage of it's more than cooking a meal. It's more than just opening up a, a, a Bible study time. It's really, I think about even when I was a college student and I think about the church in Startville, Cross Point Church. You know, Scott kapelman has been the pastor there forever. What did he do that drew me as a college student who did not have a church family um, in Startville, Mississippi? Mm-hmm. Well, I met him at BSU at a at a church fair that most of our BSUs do. Mm-hmm. And Scott walked up to me. I was getting ready to go into fluid mechanics. I call it torture. <laughs> but Scott was getting ready to go a class over and teach an Old Testament survey that Mississippi State attached him to. And he walked up to me and he said, hey, Sam, how you doing? Mm. And I thought, who is this guy? I don't know. Yeah. And it took me weeks to figure out who he was. Yeah. Like, okay, I know he goes across, he's a pastor at Crosspoint, but what's his name? But when we seek out these mm. young adults, I really say 17 to 27, honestly, all kind of have this, This if you say their name and you are looking for them, you'll have a, dr- our churches will grow exponentially mm. in reaching this demographic and I will not even want to say demographic, reaching each student and each young adult where they are yeah. because we took the time not only to know and care, not only just prepare, but to be looking for the one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, if we do that, um, then uh, I, I would say it'd be, it'd be hard not to have great results, but even one salvation is just enough. But I would yeah. anticipate a great response uh, because college students typically travel in packs. <laughs> and yeah. so if yeah. you show that love to one, they're going to notice it. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a, a, a one example. Alan Lewis is, uh, he, he was not a believer and he, he came to my office, grew up very poor in Columbus, Mississippi. Um, I grew up in a trailer park in Algoma, Mississippi. The church <laughs> van came down the hill every Sunday and, and honked the horn and let me come in. And, uh, Whenever I told Alan, who's been my student for four and a half years, accepted the Lord at the BSU, has served on mission trips, served at Central Hills, Mm John. mm -hmm. Um, He's been on my leadership team. He now coaches one of the local private schools, basketball teams. He's getting ready to graduate. He came to BSU at a 1.2 GPA, just got kicked out of school at EMCC and really had no prospects. He's a non-traditional student. And I just called the dean. I said, hey, could you help us out here? And she she was graceful and she said yes and so let him back in. He had a 3.8 GPA at the W wow. last semester, yeah. and he was he was sharing a devotion every week with the seventh grade boys, and even brought him to a church one time. And uh, I got a chance to we COVID messed a lot of things up, but I got a chance to finally walk through believer's baptism with him. Mm. And whenever uh, we were at the church for the, that Sunday at First Baptist. The, the seats were full of students mm-hmm. coming alongside Alan to say, I'm seeing a good thing that God's already done and God's going to continue to do. Yeah. And every time I baptized a college student in one of our local churches, uh, i thankful those pastors opened that door for me to do that. Uh, every time that I got a chance to do that, there wasn't a n- the next day or the next week, there wasn't more conversations coming mm-hmm. and there weren't more salvations that were coming. There's something attractive about living for the Lord yeah. once we fully surrender to it. That You don't have to be on the college campus to acknowledge that. You'll yeah. see them sitting by themselves in the back on the pew. You'll see them kind of looking for a Sunday school room. You'll see them at the restaurant as your wait staff. If they're young, won't you ask and see? They may not be a college student, but they're a young adult who needs to be shown the love of Jesus in this terribly cruel world. Yeah, um, so yeah, That's good.
1: And, and what I'm noticing these days, too, is that the intentionality is really there right now. I, I've talked to some directors, and it seems like the— the noonday, the lunch experience at the BSUs has turned more into a table conversation when maybe in the past it was someone talking to a mass group, and that's the intentionality of the table right there. Uh, before we can. Continue- and I, would, I was going to encourage churches hey, if you just want to see the vibrancy of BSUs, jump in on these midweek lunches. Yeah. These mid, midweek evening uh, worship. I think most of them still have worship in one, one night, Monday, Tuesday yeah, Monday night. Monday, Tuesday.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right.
1: Jump in and see that vibrancy. Even if you're like an hour drive, hop on in and check it out. Uh, you'll be changed at the intentionality that you see on ministry from these directors and what's happening on campus, from the lead teams, especially. Uh, Mike can't conclude this uh, without just recognizing the fact it's cool how God lands us in a journey, how a timeline, how we fit in the place of God's story. And it's cool to see, like, you mentioned the hundred year mark, right? That's incredible, by the way. It yeah, really yeah.
0: 100 years. Yeah, and how we are. I coming think up. Lloyd was
1: a, a BSU director, huh?
2: <laughs> He'll listen to this if he ever gets on Facebook. But, uh.
1: but just to nod to, to the past and how we can get to today is pretty cool. Obviously, yeah. we'll, we'll acknowledge Lloyd. We love you if you are listening. It's great to see how God has used the, that long period that he served 50 as a director. years. And Weaver was before that in this in this role I, I know, and so now to see you in this seat, it's a milestone day, Mississippi Baptist Convention. I'm so glad that we could be at the table with you. Honored to serve Mississippi Baptist alongside you, brother, and uh, glad we could be in this room together today.
2: Yeah. Tanner yeah. bought my lunch today. <laughs> it's great. That's right. Yeah, he's never Thank- bought anybody
1: else's
0: lunch. By the wait way, a so wanted- wait a second. Wait a second.
2: No, I thanks for having me. I've really enjoyed being on. If I had to leave one thing, Mississippi Baptist. The college is primed and ready for reaching. Won't we get together and do it? Yeah, reach that's them.
1: Good. that's right. That's right. And we talked about Cooperative Program Giving. This podcast is a part of that Cooperative Program Giving. And uh, if you don't know, um, you can uh, be a part of our mission statement here, which is we hope that we can all come together and equip local churches to make disciples in Mississippi and uh, around the world. You can check out more of who we are at Mississippi Baptist at NBCb.org. Sam? Thanks for joining us. Hope you have a safe drive home, brother. Thanks, brother. You know, not much sleep. Get a little caffeine before you hit the road. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. We can't wait to catch you next week. We're going to talk a little uh, multicultural coming up. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, talking to our Choctaw uh, Ministries consultant on coming up on the next episode and some more ministry talk about what God is doing in the state of Mississippi. We'll see y'all.